This podcast is brought to you by DIA, leading with science to serve the patient in our global neutral forum. A few years ago, eight-year-old Autumn noticed a lump on the side of her neck as she was preparing for bed one night. That quiet night opened a new chapter, not only in Autumn's life, but in the life of her entire family. Autumn had leukemia. In the following interview, Autumn shares the story of her two-and-a-half-year journey through leukemia treatment, including a documentary and recovery. Hello again, Autumn. Hello. Thank you for making time for me today. It is so wonderful to hear your voice. You too. So here we go. What did you first notice that made you wonder if you were sick? How did you notice it? And who was the first person that you told after you noticed it? I first noticed that there was a lump in my neck where like my lymph nodes were. I was getting ready for bed and I just saw it in the mirror and I was like, that does not look good. And it just felt really weird. It didn't hurt. It just felt really weird because my skin was stretching since it was a lump in there. And then I noticed it. I felt something was off in general because I usually didn't feel that way before I went to bed. I just assumed I was tired from a day at school. But then I saw it in the mirror and I was like, okay, that's not good at all. And I told my mom first, after I finished putting my pajamas on, I went straight to her and I was like, mommy, this does not look good. What's happening? So after you told your mom, then you spoke to a bunch of doctors and eventually somebody figured out what it is that you had. And so when the doctor told you that you were sick and you are sick with this, do you remember how you felt? I'm sure you know a lot about leukemia now, but do you remember if you knew anything about it when the doctor told you? When the doctor first told me that I had it, honestly, I was definitely surprised, a little caught off guard, because it was definitely not what I was expecting. I had heard my parents and the doctor talking about it through the door. Actually, I remember I was sitting on the edge of the hospital bed and I was just as quiet as possible to see if I could listen and get a hint as to what was going on. And when the doctor came in and told me, I was, I felt unusually calm. I wasn't scared. I didn't feel like crying. I did not feel like completely breaking down. I was just like, okay. Let's do this, I guess. I was not expecting it at all. I was like, that's really, really something very rare. And I was not expecting it at all. But I wasn't completely about to like just start an entire meltdown. I was just, okay, then I get that's what's happening. I didn't know anything about leukemia before I got diagnosed. I didn't even know such a thing exists. The only thing I knew about cancer was that breast cancer existed, and I thought only women got that. I didn't know that blood cancer was a thing. I didn't know anything about it. I was not expecting it at all. Didn't even know what leukemia was. I bet you know a lot more about it now. Yep. So this is probably going to be your least favorite part of this. But I think these questions are important so that people really know what it is 
that you are on the other side of now. These questions all kind of run together, but they're about your treatment. Could you please sort of explain or describe to us what your treatment was like, what you disliked most about it? Was there anything at all to like about it? How did you feel while you were going through your treatment? All right. So my treatment regimen, I'm going to try my best here because I didn't exactly know all the details, but basically something would happen and I'd end up in the hospital. So I had a port or an IV. I had my IV first, which was in my arm, and I had a port, which was in my chest. They'd stick a needle through there and they'd attach it to a bag that was always on a pole. And basically the medicine would go in through there. And they'd give me pills to take every like morning and night and occasionally antibiotics if there was something really wrong going on. There's this one time where on top of the regular medicine that I was getting through my port and the pills that I had to take daily and the medicines that I had to take for like my immune system and to prevent constipation because I had a lot of problems there too. I'd also have to take a separate antibiotic because I'd usually get extra things on top of the leukemia. There's one time I got tephlitis and that prevented me from eating anything acidic and it hurt really bad. I didn't like how often they came to my room all the time because it would disturb my sleeping patterns. They come at like four in the morning to check my vitals and like refill my medicine and things like that. It'd have to be running all night long, and it was really hard. Also, there was something wrong with my muscles, so the arm pressure thing, it actually started hurting, and it was really painful, especially since I was still, like, half asleep, so it jolted me awake and things like that, so it was really hard. And in terms of liking anything about it, I liked the fact that it made me feel better because... Not only was it actually making me feel better and heal, it was also the fact that in my mind, I was like, this is all to help me get better. And that made me feel happier. And the nurses were like really kind to me. And my Nana and my dad and my mom and my siblings would sometimes send me stuff. So it was really nice to have the company and stuff like that when I was going through hard treatment. So that was nice. When I had the treatment most of the time, if I look back at pictures, in almost all of them, I was knocked out or drowsy looking because that's what the treatment did. I couldn't really move that much or stay active. I remember I couldn't wait to get out of the room because there's sometimes where they'd say everything was going pretty well and I was allowed to at least walk around my hospital floor with my pole. But it always made me feel really sleepy and drained and sometimes even useless because I didn't have anything that I could do and I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do. That is an incredibly mature response for a young lady. Thank you. When you got the news from the doctor about your treatment, do you remember how it made you feel and what it made you think? You mean the news when the doctor told me that it had worked and stuff like yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. When you, when you got to the end of your treatment. When the doctor told me that it worked, 
This is a scene I do not remember as vividly as when I was diagnosed. I'm not sure why, but I will say this. I was very, very excited because all those months sitting in the hospital, waiting for the nurses to come in and tell me that I was going to be discharged. And then for the doctor to tell me and my parents that the whole thing had entirely worked out and that everything that I had went through had been for a good reason and that it all worked. I was really happy inside because even if I was always trying to stay positive and push through the tough times, it was really difficult. So to find out that it was all over and that I had gotten through it, it was really impactful for me. I will say it just forced me to think back on life. I was eight when this all happened and then I was 10 and I could not believe that I went through all that and it just felt like a distant memory. And my dad and my mom always told me when I was going through tough times that when it was over in 10 years, I'd look back on it and I'd just feel, wow. I really did that and I got through it and it was really amazing and I couldn't help but thank God that it was over because no one should have to go through that. I'm just really happy that I can be able to tell people about it and know that life can throw curveballs at you, but as long as you believe and you just stay strong, then you'll be able to get through to the other side. So it was really amazing when I found out that I was done. You know, you said feeling useless before, and it's a great lead in to the next question we have for you. So I would imagine like you're getting ready to go into fourth grade, sixth grade? Seventh, actually. Seventh. Wow. Yeah. So is your life pretty much the same now it was like it was before? You're just you're just getting ready to go into seventh grade and you and your friends are just like you and your friends, or do you feel that in some way even though this is most of this is behind you, do you feel like you're different now moving forward? Physically, it's the same. Well, actually, not quite since being poked and prodded for two years does a lot to you. But I mean, spiritually and mentally, I feel like I am a lot wiser now. And I've seen and witnessed and gone through some things that I never would have imagined I'd have to go through at that type of age. And I think that although my personality in general is kind of the same, I feel like my life and the way that I'll live it out and learn how to appreciate things now is a lot different because I was just a normal girl when I was diagnosed as normal. I was super carefree and everything was nice. I had good friends and stuff like that. And to have to go through something like that, I realized that life is not all daisies and roses. And that when you get to those deep, dark places in life, that you really have to have faith. Because if I hadn't trusted in him, if I hadn't had hope and faith in him, I don't think I'd be as positive as I was during the journey because it was really, really, really hard. I've learned not to take life for granted because having that was the shock of my life. I could have died. Life is not guaranteed. I'm not even guaranteed to wake up tomorrow morning. 
he got me through that. And I've just realized that every day, every minute, every second is special. Every day that you wake up and you see the sun and you thank God for waking up, it's really special because not everybody lives through that kind of thing. So I've learned to be a lot more grateful and a lot more aware of how life is and just give glory to God every morning because anything can happen. But so long as you believe, so long as you trust, then you'll get through it pretty fine. So there is a there's a movie coming out about you. Oh, the documentary? The documentary, yes. I'm just wondering how you you feel about that, you know, you're a young lady and you see your story up there on the screen, are you excited? Are you nervous? How does it feel to know that you're the subject of a documentary? I'm very excited for sure. I wouldn't say that I'm nervous because I love to put my story out there and I'd be really happy if people could see it. I didn't know we were going to do a documentary. And when my parents told me, I was really excited because it's a long journey and it's not something that I could just keep to myself and be perfectly fine with. I'm really excited that tons of other people are going to be able to see it because I want them to know that no matter how hard life gets, there is hope in this world. And that even though, you gotta face it, life really sucks sometimes. So the fact that something like that came at me and I'm still here and I'm still happy and I'm still living, I'm really excited to show people that no matter how low you get, you can always come back up if you try. Yeah, I've never been the subject of a documentary before. So when an entire crew with lighting and stuff like that came to my house and to my school and to the park with me, I was very surprised. But I was also really proud that I could be able to show people out there about what happened. Yeah, I'm actually really excited for that to come out. When I first watched it at the gala, my parents told me that it had been completed and I had been waiting. I was like super excited. And when we first watched it, I was in awe. I was oh my gosh, how did they make something like that about me? And my friends were watching it and they were all crying so much. And I just realized how much I really love everybody that was there for me. That was like at least a hundred people. And I really appreciate them all. And I'm really happy that people are going to be able to see my story and draw hope and wisdom from it and stuff like that. So, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, is there anything we didn't ask you that you want to make sure you say? Because I'd like to give you the chance to say it. Yeah. I'd like to comment on how my experience as a patient was because I'd never been to the hospital or anything like that. The only time I'd really had a serious encounter with the doctor was having a flu shot. And like being in the hospital and surrounded by nurses and doctors and professionals, I realized a couple things. So for starters, I realized how important it is that the patient community is educated on what they're going through and the details. I don't think you should ever underestimate a child in terms of 
knowing and understanding the technicalities and the details because it was really helpful for me going through it to know everything that needed to be set straight and going on. I'm going to tell you a quick story. There was this one time I was getting some medicine injected to my port. And there are two types of ports. There's a standard port and a power port. Each port has a different type of needle. I had a power port. And the nurse that was about to put the needle in, she was using the wrong needle. Now, had I not known she was using the wrong needle, the needle that she would have used would have hurt more for me and she wouldn't have been able to get the medicine in properly because she used the wrong needle with the wrong port. So I made sure to tell her that she was using the wrong needle to avoid a mistake that could have happened and made my experience a lot worse than it already was. So I think it's really important for anyone that's going through something like cancer or anything to know exactly what they're going through and what needs to be done where, because it's really critical. I could have gotten really hurt. There could have been a mistake. I could have not gotten my medicine properly that day. And who knows, that could have been detrimental to what happened to me. And I think it is very important for each patient to have a voice. I had an allergic reaction to a medication that not many children had reactions to. So when doctor came in to discuss it with the nurses and my parents, I'd gotten red everywhere from taking this medicine. I forgot what it was called, but it was very uncommon in terms of that medication. And the doctor was saying that this didn't happen to most patients and things like that. And he said it wasn't supposed to hurt. He said there wasn't supposed to be a physical reaction. But right then, I was just sitting there and I was thinking, well, what if I'm not most patient? It's really important not to classify everyone into one group and then completely disregard the fact that every patient is different. And if something goes wrong, then you have to... It's nice to know what the majority of people go through, but you also need to keep in mind that not every patient is the same and you really need to pay attention to them when they say something. Because if I hadn't had a reaction, then I would have been like most patients. But then the doctors needed to realize that every patient has a different case. Every patient has a different body and every patient knows about their body. They might not be the same as the majority of everybody else. And I know I wasn't, so I really appreciated that the doctor took that into consideration because no reaction is always the same. There's always going to be a slight difference. So you really need to keep in mind what the patient needs to say. And you know how everyone says the customer is always right? Well, the patient that's actually going through it is always right in terms of that. Because no matter how amazing you are at the job, no matter what type of expert you are, you're not the one in the body that's actually going through whatever is happening. So you really need to keep in mind what they have to say instead of what you already know. It was really great to have that type of insight on what I was going through. I really wish I could say something deeper to you than thank you, but thank you so much. All right. Bye. To learn more about this topic, visit us online at diaglobal.org. Join us as we celebrate six decades of impact in 2024.